1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. Welcome to the Off Menu podcast, taking the pumpkin of humour, carving in the face of friendship with the knife of the internet and putting in The Candle of Interviews. It's a scary, special, James. That is Ed Gool. Oh, that's good. Oh. Ed Goolool.
2: Goolool. Ed Goolool. My name is James Screamcaster.
1: Dead Gamble is normally what I would go with. Dead Gamble. Thank you. And James. Mames. Mames Acaster. Oh. Welcome.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Together we own a haunted restaurant. Yeah, Yeah. And we invite in a guest every single week and we ask them their favourite ever, start a main course, dessert, side dish and drink. Not in that order. And this week, our guest is... Garth
1: Garth Marenghi. Garth Marenghi, famed international horror writer, James.
2: Amazing writer, of course, also had the amazing TV series, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Yes. Unjustly cut short. Yes. Um, But, you know, we, we got to... I think when we were teenagers, it was finally aired and we yeah. got to see it, and it's always meant a lot to us, Ed. Yeah. You know, I know it's a horror series, but it's found uh, a home in a lot of comedians' hearts.
1: Absolutely. And uh, as have uh, Garth's most recent books, mm-hmm. uh Tome, which came out last year, absolutely fantastic. Uh, I listened to the audiobook of that. I absolutely hoovered it up with me ears. Yeah. Uh, and Garth has a new book coming out. Uh, well, it's actually out. It's out as of yesterday, if you're listening to this podcast, on the day it is released, uh, because, of course, Garth's new book, Incarcerat was released on halloween uh i cannot wait to get stuck into this james
2: it's gonna be scary scary stuff so be warned reader beware you're it, in for a scare
1: i believe it follows on the story of uh the horror writer nick steen from terratome oh, wow. um, which i'm very excited about i love the i love the character of nick steen and garth really can uh weave some uh, incredible passages and weaves some dreams as he's a self-proclaimed dream weaver and this is the dream restaurant so it's quite exciting to have him in yes very very exciting i wonder what he's going to pick james it'd be awful to have to banish him from the dream restaurant like a demon that's the thing every single
2: week of course we have a secret ingredient if the guest picks it we will have to banish them from the dream
1: restaurant this week the secret ingredient is egg in In soup soup. Egg, egg in soup egg in soup Egg in soup uh, was, of course, a dish that was featured on Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. It's
2: like a fried egg in, yeah, it's in, a, in a soup. Or the say egg is cooked in the soup. The egg is
1: cooked in the soup. It's something I've done before. You've done it? I've done it before. Because of Garth? No, I think I just did it um, anyway. Although, yeah. who knows how that man has influenced my dreams and nightmares across the years. So, perhaps it was Garth's influence. Um, no, you just get the soup going on the pan and crack an egg into it and it cooks in there. Wow, I mean, you know... It does sound quite nice. Yeah. I'm not even going to... Yeah, yeah, What kind of soup did you do it with? Uh, just with a tomato-based one, normally. Lovely. You can do it with a cream of tomato. It's very Which good. Just... I would say uh, it also looks very nice on Garth Moringi's Dark Place. It's one of yeah. the only pleasant-looking things on that show. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a gruesome affair, most yes. of that show. Yeah. Well, look, this is a big
1: deal for us.
2: Absolutely. Um, we're interviewing one of our heroes.
1: I can't wait to get stuck in. Shall we just... Yeah. open our doors? Let's open the doors to the nightmare realm. This is the off-menu menu of Garth, Garth Marenghi. Welcome, Garth, to the dream restaurant. Right, yes. <laughs>
2: Welcome, Garth Marenghi, to the dream restaurant. I've been expecting you for some time.
3: Yeah, did you get the message? <laughs> I, I got my... T- uh my pa
1: to call ahead i haven't brought anything
2: cuz it's um, not did we get the it's not Benito? It's not a real restaurant is it no it's, a, no, it's not, it's, not a, real. it's
1: a restaurant of the mind it's a dream yeah. restaurant
2: yeah and i mean your mind
3: has housed many a world well i mean i thought I'd, i'll be honest with you i thought this was a reboot of after dark right. you know what that is no no this was a, it was a late night tv discussion post post meal discussion that uh, various practitioners of the horror genre would meet around a table, a round table discussion of all, yeah. all things pertaining to the dark arts. That's what I, I thought this was a reboot. Ah. So to be sat here in a fictional, fictional, yeah, yeah, imaginary, not enough for a novel. <laughs> just being honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we've been told that before. It's an okay. It's an okay idea, but it's not enough for a novel. No, it's not enough meat for a novel. Were you turning this into a novel? What do you think we need to add if
2: we were to turn it into a novel? We
3: need a plot. Yeah. 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 And we don't even know where this is going. No, no, no we don't know. I mean, you well, can't I mean, sit down and write a novel without really having some idea of where you're going to end up.
2: Oh, do you? so you always know where you're going. You, you don't just stare at the blank page and wait for inspiration. Not always. You've got a destination in mind.
1: I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we, yeah, we've never really considered turning this into a novel. I don't think. So, cause we're That's here, wise. Yeah, because we're here to sort of discuss what you're thinking with the dream restaurant. This is all going to come from, from your mind.
3: You're putting the pressure on me. Yeah, we're drawing out of okay, you. Okay, but I'm not giving you ideas. Okay. We won't use any of them. No, we okay. won't use any For of them. For own financial yeah. gain. Yes. Okay, well, if you're happy to sign to that effect,
1: yeah. Then, yeah. We'll, then we'll proceed. Has that happened to you before? Have any other novelists taken your ideas? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> Naming no names?
3: They know who they are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, your latest novel, Incarcerate. Let
3: right? me stop you there. It's not yeah. technically a novel. It is a, uh, a novel consisting of three mini novels. Okay. Oh wow. Would that be short stories? No. A short story is between, I don't know, two thousand and seven thousand words. A novella is anywhere between fourteen thousand words and thirty thousand words. These basically pan out at around thirty five thousand words. So it's in that sweet spot between novella and short novel, I'd say.
1: So it's three three short novels basically. Three short novels. And do they do they intertwine? Of course. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I don't think anyone's ever done that before, have they? Release released three short novels at once. They've no. Been, no, this is the first. It says, bury your head in this book, and then dot, dot, dot,
3: permanently. I hope so. It's quite chilling. It's important to have a warning on yeah. what I write. You know, that's me giving the reader something back. A, yeah. a friendly warning, this could hurt. <laughs> <laughs> You've been described as many things. A frightener man. A frighten a man. A a man. <laughs> Dark scribe, doom sage. Yes. Archduke, or... Oh. Or Darkdom that you missed that one out. Sorry. Art uh, you could Darkdom. Who described you as these things, Garth? I did. Yeah.
2: No, this is about a horror novelist, this book.
3: It is. Um, Nick Stein.
2: Where did you get the inspiration for that?
3: Hard to know, really. Um I guess most of my characters are horror writers of of one kind or another. Yeah. So I'm sure I'm sure I lent upon my own innate knowledge of the uh, of the profession and forged something quite profound about said profession but yes I, I, I drew upon my experience in the in the horror industry I drew upon the problems I've had with various people associated with the industry over the years yeah. particularly editors of one description or another mm-hmm. uh, and also my general readership that have changed over the years thankfully some of them were quite difficult in the early days your readership my readership yeah do you want to uh, expand on the difficulties
2: you had with your readership earlier? yeah well
3: I re- for example I refuse to sign books now only in yeah. extreme circumstances, because I had a very difficult period in the early stages of my career where, you know, people would be expecting me to sign, well, anything from perineum to um, breastage. Yep. <laughs> That's all. You've got to draw the line, haven't you? You have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. You know, I can't spend time signing your body. I have to, I have to
1: write. Yeah. That's fair enough, I think. Um, now, obviously, we're in the dream restaurant here. This is, you know, from, from your dreams, but yours... Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go with this. I'm, I'm going with this, go on. But you you normally deal in nightmares, is that fair to say? Yeah. So how, how do you feel about putting the nightmares to one side for today and, and going with dreams?
3: Uh, as I say, I thought this was a, a, a reboot of After Dark, <laughs> yeah. so I'm not happy about it, but I will do it.
2: Okay. <laughs> if you delved into your dreams now and looked at the restaurant, what, what
3: do you see? What is government a mess yeah. a mess Lot, lots of blood flesh
1: yeah. of one kind or another. yeah beast or human who knows And is that where you would like to eat if you were going to this dream restaurant if you stepped into a restaurant is that what you'd like to see? Not particularly <laughs> you just ask the question. So but what would you like to see then if you were going into a restaurant what w- a seat a seat comf- yeah. comfortable seat <laughs> yeah a stacked bar and hopefully a kitchen out the back yeah okay that's good not a lot of people mention that there's a kitchen out the back actually
2: no that is the point actually yeah. thank you Gaff. yeah yeah what mm.
1: would you be and i think
2: i might know the answer to this but would you be dining alone or with friends uh
1: i
3: ideally alone but no more than three otherwise conversation tends to get dispersed among various guests and and then i get well frankly i get a bit offended or bored
1: who would the other two people be if they if they were two other people with you? Who who might they be? My wife Pam, yeah, who is
3: who generally accompanies me most places. She's not here today, but um, she's having some new leather fitted, um, and our slaughterer. I have a personal slaughterer um, who he, he runs a farm up near us, and I would probably have him here because he knows how best to to sort of dispense with the animal and present the best part of it for
1: consuming. So would that be happening? At the dream meal, live in front of you then? with the Yeah, I like room. to
3: see, you know, I like to see what I'm eating. It's last moments, essentially. Mm. So, yes, I would I would probably, the slaughterer would invite Pam and I yep. aside. We'd, you know, maybe a room out the back, you know, side side to the kitchen, you know, yep. health conscious, yep. hygiene conscious. There would be a slaughtering area quite close to the kitchen. Uh, and we would go out there and we would select and we would watch it. And then we'd come back, have a drink and, um, and await, yeah. you know, what it turns into. That's lovely. That's,
2: you know, I think people, uh, a lot of time people say, you know, if you couldn't kill an animal yourself, you shouldn't eat it. And yeah. I think if you can't meet it seconds before it dies, and okay the story. Precisely. Yeah. yeah, precisely. It's respect at the end of the day toward, yeah. toward the beast. Well, we always start with still or spark than water.
3: Guys. Neither. No. <laughs> beer or wine. Yeah. I don't want water.
2: I want beer or wine. Is there a reason for that if you never trusted water?
3: Well, have you read my book? Yeah. Can water die? That was the tagline. Can't remember the title. Bottom <laughs> line that, is, yeah. it can't. <laughs> so that's a, now that's a frightening thought. Yeah, because all water ends up coming back round again. Yeah, and it remembers what's been done to it.
1: Of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it Would because it. it Do can you ev- think it's going to be happy coming back to you, having passed through him? No. No. I guess it's like a filtration process. But you, it, you think that's yeah. what they tell you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're saying that when we urinate, I'm not it, saying. Yeah. Read the book. Okay. Yeah. But you can't I am remember suggesting the title. Yeah. You remember the tagline, though. That
2: water... You Google the tagline. Mm-hmm. He can Google the tagline. Yes, he can. Yes.
1: Yeah. Can water die? Do so.
2: I will. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you wouldn't want to ever consume anything that's disgruntled, is what you're saying. Pretty much. That's why you want to witness its last moments a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. If you could witness the water's last moments before drinking it, say, if well, you saw Well, I do.
3: It, as I say, it doesn't die. Yeah, yeah. But you sort of see the last of it pass through you. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you essentially wave goodbye... But you know it's coming back. Might not come back to you though, might come back to your nearest and dearest.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. With beer, is there not quite a lot of water used in the production of beer? No idea. I think there is. Does that not scare you? Well I'll do my research
2: first. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So you'd like wine or beer? Do you have a preference between wine or beer?
3: Not particularly. Do you have a go to? uh... One of each. One of
1: each. One Maybe. of each. That's yeah,
2: perfect. That's still um, uns, that's still unsparkling, really, isn't it? In a way, yeah. It depends what kind of wine you want, I guess.
3: Yeah, it depends if you're having a spritzer, really. Mm. Yeah. What sort but of? Wine... I'm not. No, you're sorry. not.
1: What What sort of wine would you like for the for the wine bit? A soft wine. Yeah. Very soft. Yeah.
3: Gentle. A gentle wine and a very heavy beer. A hard beer. That's not a hard
1: beer. A hard soft beer. Soft wine, hard beer. Mm-hmm. What sort of percentage beer are we talking in terms of alcohol?
2: Enough. Enough. <laughs> okay. Enough to kind of grease the wheels, early doors. Yeah,
3: well, you never know what's going to happen at the meal.
2: Yeah, so that's the point. I mean, do you know what Pam would have at this point if you are having
3: a, 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 a? Oh, she'd match me glass for glass, or I <laughs> should say goblet to goblet, goblet for goblet. You she would will, like? It. You would? Really? She will match me. You I only go- drink in goblets. I don't drink in uh, oh,
1: glasses. I didn't know that about you. That's great. I can see because you've only got glasses on the table.
2: Yeah, we if we had
3: known that's that's Benito's fault.
1: <laughs> yeah, Benito's the producer of the podcast. He's yeah. called the Great Benito because he used to be a magician, Gus.
3: Oh right, are you a mesmerist? Okay, well, <laughs> when you are, we'll talk.
1: <laughs> I've sensed some
3: distrust towards Benito, is because it? It, uh, well, represents... you don't trust anyone who practices magic, or yeah. the arcane arts. Yeah, you know, often often they're nice, often they're quite friendly. very friendly people at times. Too friendly mm-hmm. in the right circum in the in the wrong circumstances, <laughs> they're too friendly. But you know, just be wary, be wary.
1: We're always very wary of him. Good, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Are you familiar with the work
2: of Devon Brown and? Uh... David uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have opinions on the, those kind of like?
3: He's not exactly John Dee. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's John? Is John Dee a dark magician from the well, probably the 14th, 15th, 16th century? I say all three because I don't believe he died, and I think he was alive before he was around. So it could be three different centuries that he was practicing in. Wow, like water, like water.
2: Pop or bread. Pop or bread. Garf Meringi. Pop or
3: bread. Poppadoms or bread? Um, well, poppadoms and and quite a few, please.
1: How many are we talking? What's the dream amount? Five of for me, five for Pam. So is she matching you poppadom for poppadom as well? Yeah, <laughs> we often race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's uh, she usually
3: she she usually comes in quite a close second, a close second. Yeah, yeah. that's admirable. And the dips too, please. Yeah, uh, are we talking all the dip? Like, all, what ones do you want? All the dips. I n- I didn't touch the salad dip for a very long time. Mm. Fifteen years I think wow. of, of curry eating before I actually decided to give it a go. And actually it's it's a good complement to the other spices. Yeah, when mixed with the other ones, it's yeah, very effective. Yeah, yeah. Not on its own. On its own, you know, well, you know, it's nothing on its own. It's just a salad. Yeah. yeah. But combine it with the other ele- elements and you have you have magic, don't you?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at the Benito there. Yeah. As a resident mesmer.
3: Just trying to engage him in some kind of conversation yeah. because I don't know what he's thinking. Yeah. yeah. And that is a concern. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: it is. You say fifteen years of curry
3: eating. Mm-hmm. Did, did that start? When, when did that start? When did you have your first curry? Oh, childhood, yeah. I think. I mean, it's the it's the it's the food of choice for the um, horror writing community. Is oh, it? Yeah, um, most conventions will revolve around curry-based conversation, essentially, and discussion. The best conventions are where you can get a curry-based theme before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm. And only only select hotels will do that. The only problem is this, the hotels that do do that often have a bed bug problem.
1: <laughs> when you're at these conventions, who who are you hanging out with and chatting? To well, I don't really Curry? hang out with anyone.
3: People will try and hang out with me. Yeah, essentially, yeah. I'll tolerate a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, they start you know handing me their own novels in progress. That's when I'll cut the conversation short. And yeah, move on. You you strike me as someone who
2: wouldn't let them down gently if they. Tried
3: that sort of stuff. Well, you'd be a fool too yeah. because they won't. They'll persist. Believe yeah. me, they'll hang on. What do they want from you then? Are they, do they? They, they want, want my advice? mind. Yeah, they, they want, want my mind, and they want my success. Yeah. Guess what? They're not me. <laughs> They're not going to get it. It's very hard to break that to someone. You have to do it hard. Yeah. Because they do think that if they linger long enough, and if they hang on to you for long enough, they'll somehow suck up some of your innate essence. Yeah. It's not true.
1: Won't work. So if I came over to you with, and I brought, I brought my, you know new novel that I'd written mm. and said, Garth, could you give me some advice on this? What would you, what would you say to me? No. Okay. And that just take, take it away. Yeah.
3: Take it away. Because if I get so much as a glance of that, a glimpse of it, mm-hmm. you could sue me for potentially stealing your copyright or whatever. Right. You could say, ah, you glimpsed my paragraph here and you've come up with a very similar paragraph in your new novel, Mr. Marangi. I want some of your millions. Not really millions. It depends. Hopefully it will be. But do you see what I mean? It's yeah. very dangerous. So you, it, I have to keep that away from my vicinity. Because mm-hmm. they're trying to trap you. That's right.
2: Yeah, this sounds like the voice of experience. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone's accused you of
3: glimpsing their past. It's, it's not pretty, it's, you know, but it's, it's a fact of the industry. Yeah. And you guys probably have it to a certain, uh, <laughs> to a, to a certain extent.
1: But we could never write a novel, so. C- clearly. Yeah. Yeah, that's the podcast, mm. the format. Yeah. Which isn't an art form, by the way. Podcasting. Yeah. Podcasting.
3: There's a lot of talk about it. It's not an art form. It's what it is. It's three plus this guy
1: (laughs) sitting in a room just talking. Yeah. You've never thought about doing a podcast yourself? I'm too busy writing. Yeah. How long in the day do you write? What's your schedule like when you're writing a book like Incarcerate?
3: Well, I dream. I I mean, I don't sleep. I dream. Mm -hmm. I dream. I wake. Then it is a waking dream for a while, uh, which hopefully will turn into a waking nightmare. Mm -hmm. Then I'll start writing. Yeah. Then I'll stop for, um, what's that uh, That Channel 4 lunch discussion program? Loose Women? No, that's, that's... that's the other one. Anyway, I turn all those off if Pam's had them on. Yeah. And I'll sit in the lounge and just eat. Then I'm back to writing. And then
1: I'll, you know, finish around about six o'clock, call the slaughterer yeah. and um, dine and then back to dreaming. So you say you have lunch. If you're, you you do not This doesn't need to be part of your dream menu. But what what's the best sort of brain fuel for you when when you're writing? Brains. Funnily <laughs> enough,
3: doesn't particularly matter what the animal is, but brain brain is a good thing to absorb. I think.
1: Yeah. Do you feel like you get anything, any of the sort of thoughts from that were in the brain of the animal initially, or?
3: I, I suppose it depends. I mean, I don't particularly want a cow's thoughts, you know. Yeah. Mm, but it tastes nice. Yeah. Start with your dream starter, as any good meal would. What did I put down here? Yes, a, a very large prawn cocktail. I love prawn cocktail and I can't stand it when it's small. Yeah. But this is the stipulation. Like we spoke about earlier, I want to see the prawns and pick them.
2: Right. Yeah, we can do that for you. It's the dream restaurant, so of course we can do that.
3: So I don't know how you get them in, but, you know, whether there's a tank I can look at or a trawler nearby that I can go and yeah. pick them from a, you know, plastic crate or something, a net. Yeah. But I'd like to see them. And this is all part of respect for the animal mm. in question. You know, it's it, you get a one small moment to commune with them before they get boiled. So a prawn cocktail with prawns that I've selected, maybe some flecks of lobster. Again, I'd like yeah. to see the lobster. Yeah, of course. I'd like to yeah. see crab, if yeah. there's some crab. Yeah. A bit of a I know technically prawn cocktail is prawn, but you know, throw some other things in a there seafood, as well. Make, seafood it's, it's gonna be a big prawn cocktail, yes. a large one. Seafood. Yeah. Yes.
1: When you see the prawns when they're alive, what are you looking for in the prawns that makes you want to pick them? A certain look. Yeah.
3: A certain look in its eye yeah. Yeah. or cluster of eyes. I, yeah. You know, it's very hard to tell with a prawn, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they got all those things in the way. I suppose a knowing look, a kind of a, a sense of I know what you want from me. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy to put down my, my prawn life and feed you because ultimately what you are doing is benefiting your species. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. In order to evolve your species, I know that my species must pass. And I'm happy to do that. And you can sense all that in a look. I'm a writer.
2: <laughs> well, the slaughter would be slaughter in the prawns, and if so, ideally. How do you slaughter a prawn? Yeah. I'm not really...
3: Good question. Um, I mean, he has a number of ways and devices to to go to town on them. See, I could t- I could elaborate, but I'm you. M- You'll probably edit it out. I would
2: have thought. Uh, yeah, it would get cut. Yeah, it's too much. It's too gruesome. Yeah, and obviously you will have some lettuce in the prawn
3: cocktail. Yeah, not much. Don't like the lettuce part. So, just the. Lots of the sauce, though. The not, sauce is yes. good. The Mary Rose. No. Yeah, what is it? Get it just in a jar. It's fine. Jar's fine. You trust the jar. It's best way. You don't know who's prepared it otherwise. You know Again,
1: who? back to water. So, that must be an issue in restaurants if you'd like to know who's prepared it. Yeah. You're quite suspicious. But I,
3: I will always call up in advance. Yeah. And get their CV sent through. Yeah, and um, if I think they're up to the scratch, you know, my slaughterer will approve. If mm. we're out and about, if we're back at home, then the slaughterer will kind of do it all. But if we are away, then I will, I will get the CV and I'll run it past him. That's good. Does the slaughterer live in your house, or do they have sometimes? Yeah, sometimes if we're having a heavy weekend, he'll come over, <laughs> uh, and we'll put him up. But no, he's always around. So
2: he's, he's only a phone
3: call away, like, pretty nearby. Yeah, I mean, he's a phone call from us. He, you can usually hear him shouting. Quite quite close by. Okay, so you kind of know that he's. Yeah, you'll hear it. You know, you can hear his handiwork from a mile off. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Do
2: you know if anyone else uses him as a slaughter, or is it just you? Uh, I don't know that.
3: Um, I I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt anyone would.
1: <laughs> why Why do you doubt anyone would use it, him? It
3: isn't pleasant. No, for most people. But yeah. I'm a writer of horror, so yeah, you know, it doesn't phase me. It yeah. inspires you, if anything. So it inspires me. I, I it. it Nourishes, Mike. As a writer of horror, what do you think of the genre? The
2: state of the genre at the minute?
3: Terrible state. Yeah,
2: terrible state. TV horror. You, you yourself were treated quite unfairly in that mm-hmm. genre, and now when you see mm-hmm. modern TV horror, there's probably more mm-hmm. horror series now than ever before. Yeah. How do you feel when you when you see him? Go watch Dark Place. <laughs> yeah, go watch Dark. There's the new one just come
3: out. House
1: of Usher. Fall of the House of Usher. Fall of the House of Vanigan? Usher. Yeah. Mike no, you know
3: him? I do know Mike. Yeah. I do know Mike. and he has a tendency to sit around the campfire too much and and spin yarns. You know, it's it's fine. Yeah, but uh, you know, I'm I'm waiting for him to get back to me.
1: Is he perhaps going to adapt some of your work? Maybe he wants to.
3: Uh, he says says he wants to, but uh, we insane. haven't talked contracts yet. Is that
2: is that exclusive? You telling us that? Cause that's quite exciting. I think everyone uh, like wants to see that crossover. No,
3: it's not exclusive. Uh, sorry, it's it, it it it's it's not actually true. Your dream main course, Garth? Mm Mm-hmm. Beef. A piece from every part of the carcass, please. Heart, guts, not the balls, though. I know a lot of people like the balls. I don't. So please skip on the balls. And also I want to commune with the animal first. Mm
1: -hmm. I'd like to see it. Yes. I'd like to see it go. Of course. So is it also a sign of respect to not have the balls as well? Is that part of the respect thing or...? Do you really want to cover this in? in yeah, the, in, absolutely. We'd love to, you know, hear hear about the whole dish really. Okay. Well I, the, I have tried the balls, mm.
3: but they're just obviously too chewy. Mm. Yeah. And um and they repeat. And the animal was dead when you tried that? Luckily for it, yes.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: So we've got so there's a lot of obviously a lot of different cuts available on a mm-hmm. cow. You know, all the different normal yeah. cuts of steak, but then like you say, the heart, the mm-hmm. tongue. All of that stuff. Yeah. Stuff on the head yep. that you can eat as well. What's your favourite if you if you could only have one bit from the whole cow? And you, you can have all of it for the dream meal, but yeah. if you had to pick a favourite, what would it be?
3: I would like its left rear leg. Left rear leg. The the haunch area. Yes. The um what? I don't know what that is on a cow. Not
2: sure what that would be called, but like yeah, I know the rump. The area. You know you the mean. area. Yeah, the,
1: the left haunch. Rump, mm. maybe? Rump? Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Yeah. The rump. Why the left one in particular?
3: Um, well, ten—it's it's a little bit like when you're steering, and you know when you go and take your car into the thing, and there's there's more weight on the right-hand side. Yeah, mm. cows are similar; they lean a little bit to the left, I think, which basically means they're exercising that muscle a bit more. Yeah. Um, sorry, to the right. That's right. So they exercise the muscle more on the right, which means that is more, that is chewier and less tender. Yes. So you go for the left, because that's the one that's had least. You know, it's it, it's 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 the less tough side. Mm. It's tender and soft. Like the wine.
2: Will you be looking in the cow's eyes as well before?
3: Yeah, they don't really tell you much, though. Oh, okay. there's not. There's not much happening there. Not but You can watch. You can look at them. There's more with a prawn. Mm. More going on. What's quite good, if you want a very good effect, if you are, if, if like me, you are prone to, you know, on Halloween, I will often decorate the house and I'll often take a, a, an eye from one of these creatures and I will conceal it in mud in the garden on the front lawn, so that anyone comes up, they might just see a, a glint of something, they look a bit closer, yeah. and there's a, a real jelly like eye looking up from the ground. Yeah. Cow's best for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good.
1: That's a good way to scare the kids on Halloween when they scare anyone. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> anyone I don't that.
3: really like, you know, I like I, I, the, the key is to try and keep
1: people away from your front door at home. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you don't like trick or treaters on no, Halloween? No, they no. don't like me, more no. importantly. <laughs> But surely you're you're the house to go to. That's the one everyone's excited exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm writing. <laughs> yeah.
3: And I can't be putting up with you know. Can we? Can can you what? Can you what? What do you want? <laughs> well, take a handful of those and go.
1: And what are you what are you giving them? What, what are you those? giving them a handful of? Wow. Well, just sweets. Just sweets. Just sweets. Yeah. Any and, particular sweet that's a favourite in the Merengue household?
3: Whatever is in the bargain bucket at Aldi. Yeah. Or other supermarkets of your choice. We don't have to do balance here. that's oh, fine. fine. If Aldi,
1: yeah, if you're an Aldi guy, absolutely fine.
3: As a child, though, you must have
2: enjoyed Halloween and trick or treating.
3: Um, yes, I did. But I, again, I was always writing. Halloween wasn't as big a thing when I was younger. You know, it was an American thing. Mm. It's more guy Fawkes was the, you know, bonfire night mm. was was the thing. So there was a lot mm. of uh, setting things alight mm. that I enjoyed. Did you ever? Set anything alight that, like, really sticks in your head is, like, the best thing that... Well, we set alight a local tramp once, but we were caught. Now, this feeds into my book in Incarcerate, yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm not just being frivolous. <laughs> yes. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it, there's there's the third story in this. Yeah. The Randy Man. That's about a tramp where he wasn't actually set alight, in the story he's not set alight in the story he's actually drowned um he works in a toilet he's a toilet attendant and he works in a toilet block and local kids pump the outlet pipes back into the toilet block and drown him in (laughs) sewage that was a variation on an experience i had as a child where my friends my mates and i decided to set fire to a local hobo because they te- they do like fire. This is the thing. They're always around yeah. The fire. Yeah. So, yeah. And you know when you see them in films, they're always standing around a fire. Yeah. yeah. So because they like fire. Yeah. 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 Now I'm not saying what I did was right. It no. Was wrong. No. 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 It, it yeah. was wrong. Yeah. We didn't know then that they need the fire to keep warm. Yeah. We didn't understand that then. We just thought they like hey, they like this stuff. Yeah. But, but, so do we. <laughs> what can we do? Yeah. No. I understand that. Yeah.
1: How do you want this beef cooked? What's the uh, what sort of level? Oh, do you want?
3: Um, medium rare. Medium rare. Yeah, all of it. If you're going to do the heart, yeah. rare. Yeah, I like I like absorbing that pure. Mm-hmm. But most other stuff, I know. I, I you know I, I do like just be, again. You have got to be a little bit careful where it's come from. You don't know what can exist in in uncooked meat. Mm-hmm. So you got to be you got to be careful. I can see through the glass
2: your publicist is going haywire. Mm. Um, I think it's because of the the story you told a second ago about the um the homeless person
3: yeah uh, well you'll it, cut that out I presume well it's up to you I, I mean, mean you I said it's prepared, an inspiration you asked me let's get it out the way now it is there is nothing I am saying when I say that I was wrong yeah. I'm right I was wrong yeah yeah Yeah. what was the question when we talked about that anyway uh, we asked uh, what's your favourite <laughs> 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 you sure you said favourite <laughs> I think or so Or did you yeah. say well, maybe I The, think is, the thing that you most regret Well <laughs> we We'll have to listen back to it
2: I'm pretty sure I didn't say The thing you most regret no. But like
1: I think it was in the Sort of area of favourite Yeah Yeah it was definitely One of the I mean I know that, words like, that The most vivid
3: favorite. thing I remember
2: Setting yes. on fire Yeah it's yeah vivid. But you've said that you, you acknowledge it was wrong Yeah
3: oh, It was completely
2: wrong Yeah, yeah. And,
3: I, and you know I got stiffly told off but Who told you off I think His mother Yeah <laughs> So your dream side dish, Garth? Turducken, <laughs> yeah. which is a beast consisting of three other beasts. Yeah, you yeah. have a turkey, you have a chicken, and you have a duck. Yes. These were actually bred for real in a laboratory in the late 1980s. Yeah. They fused these three different types. Oh, wow. And over time, we've managed to create the actual, the actual beast, the actual turducken. It is a thing that does exist. My slaughterer breeds them on a on a farm up where we live, so it's actually a thing that it, it takes a while to dispatch it. It does take a while to get rid of it yeah. because it is quite um, it is it's quite hard. You have to kill it three times essentially. Okay, so this is amazing.
2: This is my. So I, I didn't know that. I thought mm. it was a bird, within been a bird, within been a bird or something. But you're saying. You're I mean, sl- it,
3: that's how it's traditionally. Yeah, yeah. Cook, cooked. I, I'm I'm saying we breed them.
1: Yeah, you, breed
3: the actual animal.
2: Yeah. I
1: wasn't aware that anyone had managed this. Yeah. This is your slaughterer managed mm-hmm. it. Yep. how does it look what sort of elements of uh of it it doesn't animal, look it?
3: appetizing I'll be <laughs> honest it uh, one of the yeah. heads is sort of appears through another one of the heads if you you know and there are too many wings and um <laughs> it doesn't look which is why it's important to kind of deal with it as quickly as possible yeah. and it does take a while
1: which is why I have a slaughterer you know he he's yeah. happy he's happy to do it yeah oh um, so it's not bred into one animal it's essentially three there's three heads are there six wings as well yeah, there's a whole mixture yeah. And lots of legs as mm-hmm. well.
3: So it sounds like all three just kind of stuck together. and it's, That's essentially, that's how it turns out. Yeah. Oh, wow. But on the plate, it is beautiful. <laughs> it sounds terrifying.
1: Yeah. I mean, so, I'm
2: sure you can handle it, but for mere mortals, that's a lot to take. Yeah, care. I wouldn't advise
3: it.
1: Do you watch the Tuduken being dispatched? Is that part of the respect? That's the well? only one I won't
3: watch. Yeah. Because it just takes a long.
1: Yeah.
3: No, I'd do, happily watch Do you know it. what's involved? I know what tools are involved. Yeah, from time to time. Go for it. Um, G clamps, workbench. Sometimes. Yes. What's that sort of square thing? The handle and a is it a set square? No, that's math. Maths isn't it? It's got a handle, kind of square, like a square, yeah, it a, it a blade. Yeah, it's got a blade on it. Yeah. Um, so this is really about keeping yeah. it still.
1: Yeah. 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 So you yeah. need a vice and all of that
2: sort of yeah. stuff, and yeah. And is there a way that you like your and cooked and presented
3: for you? I mean, I, I, I like that cooked very well. Yeah. 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 Okay. You know. it's it's three different birds you know Mm. so and bird is you got to cook bird well Mm. so you got to cook bird well yeah cook it three times as long if you need to
1: and are there any seasonings on it or any spices on it or anything like that Mm, just salt and pepper salt and pepper keep it simple
3: yeah there's enough flavor going on yes do you know what i mean yes they compete and they contrast and they complement yeah so just salt and pepper and will that go well with the uh with the beef do you think I don't care. For me, it will. I mean, I wouldn't serve it to anyone else. Yeah. But I like to have, you know, I like, I always get that thing when I'm eating. You know, you have the meal and you get instant regret. I wish I'd ordered that one instead. Yeah. Or I don't know what, you know, and I, so the answer to that is order two. Order one yeah. as a side dish. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I, I You strike me as a man with regrets who dwells on the past or any regrets. No. Nah. No, you move forward.
3: Mm-hmm. Grudges, I'm sorry. slightly regretting...
2: The discussion we had earlier. Yeah, yes. we're aware of that, and we yeah. know you, you'll probably try and get us to take it out, but like, it's too late. We've got you yeah. on mic saying it's fine for us to include it. Yeah. Uh, so, and also, well,
1: I think it's interesting to hear the background to the um to the Randy Man story. It is. I
3: so. mean, let me just give you a little bit of clarification okay. for, yes. for that before Grafts, before re- you, re- you all... to his book. Right. So, let me find the the offending passage. You find in the Randy Man. The Randy Man. Have you read it these have you read this guys? Uh we only we, just got given it today, but uh, we yeah. well we definitely will read it. We're big fans. I've only just been given it <laughs> of the genre. Mm. Here to- we go. So here we go. Okay, look. <laughs> and this you have to remember this is actually quite painful for me to read this because I drew on my
1: guilt. Real life experiences, yeah.
3: Yep. Ros suddenly realised as she turned her head away from the demon's terrifying weapon toward that squat building on the far side of the green that the rancid reek factory was none other than Randy's home. A disgusting public convenience. The local gents in Dankton Park was where Randy had been drowned by a local gang of youths. He'd later emerged as a hideous dream demon hell-bent on supernatural revenge. And, she thought desperately as she sought to evade the pursuing demon, there would have been no Randy Man novels at all if Roz hadn't advised Nick to add one crucial element. No run of ever popular sequels. No Randy Man 2 Nightmare in Danktown. No Randy Man 3 Mirror Streaker. No Randy Man 4 Night Stench. No Randy Man 5 You. a.k.a. you bend or you break, (laughs) nor all those other uh, terrifying toilet-attendant-based horror novels leading up to the final instalment, Randy Man 17, Death Plunge Sally. None of these would have existed if Roz hadn't advised Nick to make one small change. See, the whole point of this is that Nick wrote a book where you didn't feel for the Randy Man, Randy Streak. Uh, Roz, as his editor, advised him, you have to have sympathy here. The Randy Man was a victim, okay? Randy Streak is a victim. That is the lesson I had to learn, as well as Nick. Yeah, that he wasn't just the boogeyman. You know, yes. the Randy man was not just a demon. He mm. was a person who'd been badly treated. Okay, that is the lesson that the book is about, and that is what I draw upon when, you know, when I refer to what happened all those years ago. That's fantastic. Also, yeah.
2: you seem to be through your writing there critiquing the uh, film, you know horror films, and mm. and uh, what would you think of like a lot of the modern day horror films and uh
1: franchises not, franchises. Much, not much
3: not much if i'm honest
2: saw so a film called possum have you seen that I've the not, horror i film? have seen i watched it once what do you think of it
3: very slow yeah. <laughs> your dream drink garth my dream drink is well it depends what what i had earlier if it wasn't wine i'll have the beer if I had the beer earlier, I'll have the wine.
1: Oh, I thought you were having both yes. the beer and the wine to start the meal. Oh,
3: that's true, isn't it? In which case, I'll have a potion.
1: <laughs> Any particular type of potion? Ask him.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Benito should know. Benito could deal this choice. He can get, give you whatever potion yeah. you want. Yeah, within reason, Benito. Okay. Rustle me up something interesting, but not dangerous.
1: Okay. In your ideal world, what effect would the potion have on you?
3: Oh, I, I would like it to expand time there's not Uh, enough time
1: Mm. for me to
3: write all I need to Mm -hmm. write. There just isn't. Having said that, I do believe in reincarnation. I do know that I will be reincarnated as another writer. I was a writer in a previous uh, incarnation. So, but it's just a bit annoying to have to die and then start the process again because you waste those valuable years, you know, from naught to 2025 where you are, you know, growing again as a human being and getting used to curry again, Uh, all of that, learning the lessons of, who do you not, or who do you, you know, play with fire with? You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you don't want it. <laughs> no. I mean, I've learned that lesson.
1: Yeah. Hey, do you know who you were in the previous incarnation? What sort of things you would write?
3: I don't know his name. Um, I know of his work. I can't say any more than that. Okay. Are you a better writer than him? i like to think so. Do you think when you come back again you'll be an even better writer, or do you think that's not Oh, possible? undoubtedly. Yeah. It all depends whether mankind has evolved enough to understand and, and learn. From the work that I'm doing at that stage, which I doubt. So, relatively
2: speaking, you might be as good because you evolve with it with each stage of evolution. Yeah. yeah, you improve, but relatively, you're still like as good.
3: Yeah, I mean, when I, I mean, I don't evolve because I am evolved. I, you know, I'm I'm here. I'm a I'm a sage. I'm a I'm a doom sage. You know, I'm yeah. here to help and facilitate your minds heading towards the next stage of. Evolving Evolvement Yeah So I don't necessarily need to evolve But you guys certainly do
1: Yes Well thank you as well For helping us
3: That's okay That is a step towards evolving
1: Thank you Learning to say thank you And
2: recognising When your life has been improved Notice you sometimes Occasionally glance In Ed's tattoos
1: Yeah Why why did you get those? Just thought they looked nice Mm -hmm. I like the artists Just you know Collect them I've got a really scary one here Garth You might like this one It's quite scary Look Look at that demon there what do you
3: think of that? That looks like something you've covered up to change. Was it an old girlfriend? No,
1: <laughs> no. This is the original. This is the original piece. Ah, okay. This is it's got uh, teeth coming out of its neck. There, nice idea. Quite isn't it? similar to a story I once wrote. Oh, really? Did you get that checked? No, I didn't. I, I should have asked with the uh, asked the mm, artist. You really, should. Whether, you are going to yeah. have
3: to get that changed potentially <laughs> again.
1: What was the, what was the story? Because
3: it's, it's an infrin- it's an infringement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on Garth's side with this. Yeah, yeah. You know the story. It sounds like you do. I don't need
1: to point it out. I mean, I didn't, you know, it was the artist who came up with the... They know the story. Yeah. I think they probably know the story. Sorry, Garth.
2: I'm surprised we haven't... You know, we've moved on to the drink here and, you know, we've got dessert Mm. around the corner, but, like, I'm assuming we've left the savouries behind and um, as a fan of your TV show, Uh. I was kind of slightly
3: disappointed not to to see broccoli on the menu. I I won't touch it. You don't like it? Joe, you know, uh, you, you might think that was a frivolous moment. Uh-huh. It. it I, I was deadly serious. I don't touch it. Yeah. So, you do, you do. hate it? I
1: don't hate it. I tire of it.
3: Mm-hmm. Actually, I do hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I do hate it.
1: <laughs> yeah. You can do great things with, you know, tender stem broccoli now. You can char grill it and it gets that sort of smoky You can smoky dip it in thing. cheese. Yeah. Hot <laughs> cheese. <laughs> yeah. Which is nice. That as well. yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, tender stem wasn't as big when you made the series originally. Tenderstem Stem broccoli wasn't really a thing. It wasn't in the zeitgeist. That's right.
3: Um, I, think t- I think Tender Stem came about because of that show, in fact, for that that episode. I think right, people yeah, realised yeah. they had to do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, thus, Tender Stem was developed. That must feel good to know that yeah. you've made a positive change in the world. You've. Yeah, I'd, I just wish we'd phased it all out as a, as a vegetable. Mm. That was the aim.
1: Yeah. That was the true aim. What other foods would you phase out apart from broccoli? I would phase out... Uh, Ice,
3: but I don't need to because that is happening. Yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's
2: comforting happening. to know. Yeah. Do you want another water? You just. Uh, I would
3: like another water. Yes, please. Some listeners might spot an
2: inconsistency
3: here. <laughs> I'm still fearing it. Yeah. You're so, so you're not.
2: Yeah. Okay. It's not a pleasant experience for you. Drinking yeah. In the water, but you're on your second glass. I'm doing it because you haven't
3: provided beer or wine or potion or potion.
2: Would you like the potion to be uh, smoking? You know, some, in some uh, horror films, there might be a. Some smoke coming off the top of the... Yeah, mansion. maybe a little umbrella in the top as well. Oh, yeah. yeah that's nice. If you want. Cocktail umbrella in it. Mm-hmm. And in the goblet,
1: of, of course, as well. In a goblet. Yes, in a suppose. goblet. You never told us about the goblet. You never described the goblet. What's the one at home mm. like? Oh, it's large. Yeah. It's long. Often it will require two arms
3: to, to lift. But it is, I think, genuine Nordic. Oh, wow. Or genuine Viking, at least. Yeah. Where did you lay your hands on it? Um, gift shop. Up in um, Reykjavik, yeah, it was a gift shop there. With the gift shop adjacent to a um a tourist attraction, a hot spring, a hot yeah. spring, yeah,
2: nice. I can't yeah. imagine you in a hot spring,
3: Gath. Oh well, now you can. <laughs> That's why you're not a writer.
2: Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. My imagination is limited to what's in front of me. I guess mm. I can't yeah. really, because I, I guess you could look at any of us and imagine us in any scenario. Yeah, I can. If you were to write a book about Benito, for example, yeah, mm-hmm. like, what situation do
3: you think? would um, best suit him a man who wanted it all
1: <laughs> and took it then paid the price that's great yeah I can imagine him in that situation now mm-hmm. only now after you've said it yeah 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 that's
2: quite a I'd read that book yeah but now if you do write that book do you think we would
3: maybe have like a well, Ben would know that it was based on him. I'm, I'm not writing it. No. But I am copywriting it. You cannot have that idea. Right. So that's, we yeah. can't have that. We can't have the idea of a man who wants it all and no. took it and then paid the price. No. no. that's my, I'm, I'm copywriting that. Those exact words. I'm man... copywriting that whole plot development. I'm copywriting story. You've you got to now because that's what I, AI are trying to do. Yeah. They're trying to copyright. Oh, yes. Are you worried about the, the rise of AI? I'm worried about the rise of copyright plotage. Pl- right. plottage copyright theft yeah you know if you steal plottage it leaves writers pretty stumped mm-hmm. uh, I'm not so so much frightened by the technology because I can always lift an, an, a hammer or something like that and I can smash the screen yeah. if I want yeah you know if there's gonna be a fight between me and I AI ultimately I'm gonna win yes um, because you're effectively speaking about a, 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 a screen
1: yeah an inert screen but of course <laughs> you remember from Terratome, The typewriter Mm. was was very much the evil demon figure. So technology, one of, one of, but technology can be can be quite terrifying. It can, but
3: you can smash it. You can smash. I mean, I could smash these mics if I want. I could smash the recording.
1: Yeah. Well, I could, couldn't I? You could. You could. (laughs) You
3: could smash them. Yeah.
1: The recording's digital, so it's like on loads of, you know. It's, it, can, it can go well, I can everywhere. go
3: around and smash everyone's if I want.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so you have
3: to smash everyone's in the world. T- time permitting, but it could be done. This is what you've got to remember. Time yeah. permitting. Yeah. That's why I argue so much for the extension of time. This is the, the one thing that holds things up. Time permitting, we could go around and break everyone's computer screen yeah. in the world. Yeah. And yeah. And on a space station if we wish. Yeah. But it's just that it's time. It's the crucial element. It always is. Mm. We fall down on time, which is why you, you've got
1: the potion. You can expand that, time. That's right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So if you smash all the screens, then AI goes away, mm-hmm. and that's the end. That's where AI is.
3: But then, then you come back to me. You still want stories. You people yeah. will need stories. Yeah. Human beings need stories. They need tellers of time. Tell us tales. Yeah. Okay. Which is what I am. In order to evolve, you'll come back. You know, AI can't copy my thought process, you no. know. Yeah. It, it can't tell a tale the way I tell it. Yeah. It can't come up with, for example... Yep. It's into the book uh, again. Yep. No! Yelled the voice of the nullifier, raging inside Nick's mind. This cannot be! I was about to wreak ultimate havoc on that very plane of existence. I was that close to causing total ultimate destruction, and then you came along. How dare you!
1: Wow. Wow. You see? Yeah,
2: yeah I... I
3: yeah, I wouldn't be able to come up with
2: that. Or the
1: no. Randy Man, it can't come up no. with the idea for the Randy Man. Where did you get the idea for the Randy Man?
3: Well, oh, we know that I was afflicted well, for some time yeah.
1: with. Well, with I mean the name really, in the yeah, the sort of Oh, whether the name, yeah, come and off. the sort of the Randy story. The st-
3: I, 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 I was talking. <laughs> I was afflicted for some time with a series of stonkons which I which the only thing that got me through, through it was to actually write about it. So I came up with this. Have you seen the Randy Man streaking through the night? Have you seen the Randy Man flashing them a fright? Wrapped up in his Macintosh with his grubby trilby. If you aren't now dead in bed, then pretty soon you will be. Watch out for the Randy Man who's living in your pillow. Beware his grubby Macintosh when both flaps start to billow. Seventeen times, Nick remembered. Say his name seventeen times and he'll appear. And if the legend was true and you happened to catch sight of whatever the flashing dream demon kept inside that billowing rain of his, then blood would rush instantly to your extremities. The body's internal temperature would rise suddenly under the collar area, and before you knew it, you were dead from exposure. Not the weather-related kind.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay, It's amazing. Uh, to your knowledge,
2: is there any other story that's similar yeah. to The Randy Man?
3: No. Your dream dessert... <laughs> Uh, Kedgeri. Now, technically, <laughs> that is still a savoury dish. Yes. Okay, but I, I have a meat tooth, not a sweet tooth. Okay, mm. I don't like sweet stuff. So I would go for Kedgeri. I don't want to select my haddock. Okay. okay? I don't, I, I, haddock actually frightens me a bit. I right. did a series of haddock, not related horror novels, back in the 90s and the 80s. Night of the Haddock, have you read that one? Not yet. No, I will.
1: I'm working my way back through. It's though. out of print. Yeah.
3: And then there was Haddock two, more killer Haddock. Oh. Did you read that one?
1: No, I'm going. I've not got to the. I'm going backwards, so I've okay. not got to the Haddock ones yet.
3: Haddock five, the Haddocking? No, there was that. one. No, we okay, didn't publish that one in the yeah. end. Actually, <laughs> afternoon of the Haddock. That was quite a good one because yeah. that was the time you least expected the Haddock to attack. Of course, yes, that's, that's... when you got your guard down. Yep. yeah so yes haddock so I don't want to I don't really want to see them
1: and it's got to be smoked as well for Kedri right so Yeah, it would take, yeah, yeah. take a while lots
3: of curry powder put in, <laughs> put in too much curry powder yeah because quite often guests don't like it too yeah. spicy yeah which means there's more left over the next day yeah if you put it in and they avoid it it means you've got lots left
2: yes but do you like it I love it yeah I mean it's got that much curry powder in it love it you now love it.
1: James loves sweet stuff. So when a yeah. guest comes on and doesn't pick a proper dessert, sometimes he can get quite angry, can't you, James?
2: I usually get very angry when um, a guest doesn't choose a proper dessert. But mm-hmm. um, I, I, I will. How angry? Furious. I've screamed at yeah. them. Physically? Violent? No, I
1: guess them. You've never physically attacked anyone.
2: I, I closed my laptop screen once when mm. doing it over Zoom. Yeah, so that was physical. But for something stopping me from getting angry at you, I think yeah. it, it, there's a chilling presence, mm. and there's a, there's a uh, something that tells me that. It wouldn't end well for me if I if I was trying to scream. Well, I mean, obviously, I think it's a...
3: a I mean, you shouted earlier on, you you, you barked a couple of things. Yeah. Popped you do have well a, you've of a bit of a bit of a rage issue.
2: Yeah, yeah. That would definitely, definitely with, with yeah. desserts, there's a rage issue. And mm-hmm. I'm probably going to get angry about this later. Yeah. I mean, I am a bit angry about it now that, you, mm. that you've that you chose fish yeah. as your dessert. Interesting. Because, like, you've had a lot of meat and a lot of... You've had a lot of seafood. Yeah. You'll start so to mm. end on keggiori seems insane to me that you wouldn't do who, who, But I
3: am the guest.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are the guest, and obviously you can do what you like. I can't change it's that. It's but...
1: Garth's dream restaurant, so Garth can pick whatever he likes. Yeah, yeah. I think Kedri sure. for dessert sounds say, lovely.
2: What a treat. You've already had, like, a seafood medley for your starter. You've had beef yep. from a, a cow and a tadducken, and now you've got Kedri <laughs> coming up. For dessert, which is well, like okay. What about an cottage? after dinner mint? Yeah, I would be happy yeah. if you had an after dinner mint. That Look, would be nice. I, I, I think
1: you can have that as well as the Kedri, though. I think after dinner mint would be a lovely way to round off, yes, the whole yes. evening.
3: Yeah, um, and a bottle of um, what's that peptic pepto bismarck? Something that you know, you need a that, yeah. that's quite a nice dessert. You know, get an anise tasting one, you know, when keep the keep it down, yeah, Heart, yeah, heartburn. The heartburn, yeah, down. yeah, yeah. That's that. that that's yeah. usually my dessert of choice: yeah. Pepto-Bismol and an after-dinner mint.
1: Yeah, okay. no, I mean, Does that, that qualify? Well, I'll take it. It's if like it's a, after the it's, it's like a, a digestif, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Very good, thank you. Very good, thank you. I have hope, hopes for you. Great. I can be a writer. Yeah. Well, I've written. I've written a book. Have you? Yeah, it's not a novel. It's about me. It's a memoir. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yes, technically a book. Yes, go yeah. It's coming out the week before yours, actually. Right. Mm. How do you feel about that? We're going to be well, going. Well, we're
3: not competing, are we?
1: We're going to be going head it... to head, head to head in the charts. Yeah,
3: but this is horror. Is yours a horror related memoir? No. Is it about that tattoo?
1: No, I don't think the tattoo comes up, actually. It's more, it's food. It's about food. It's about food? Yeah. He's, he's, he knows his lane. Oh. Ah. Is it themed along the, this this podcast? This podcast comes up, yeah. yeah. But I'm holding some of that back as well so we can do our own book. Oh. Ah. Yeah. How do you
2: feel about his book? I haven't read it yet. I'm looking forward to reading it. Yeah. You know, Ed's a very funny comedian. Yeah. I'm sure it'd be a very funny memoir. I, mm-hmm. I, I've always enjoyed hearing stories of him as a little boy um, choosing what to eat. He had a very advanced palate.
3: Did you?
1: Yeah. What did you eat? Poached salmon. Mm-hmm. Ate that when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like, I never liked kids' menus or anything like that, so... Mm. It's about me being a precocious child. But I'm just, I, I was just wanting to get it out there now just so there were no hard feelings when the books came out. The no hard time. feelings here, pal. Good. Do you think Do you think we have any crossover with our audiences? No, none at all.
2: I, I think you're right. Yeah. I don't think anyone is going to be choosing between those two books. They'll no. have a
3: hard time with this podcast. I mean, they'll be going, what, who, how did these guys meet? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I guess a lot of your fan base
2: will probably listen to this podcast and it'll be the first time. My ever. readership. Your readership. And they will not have ever listened to this podcast before.
1: Well, I mean, I didn't know who you were. No. Mm. Did you yeah. do any any research when you heard mm-hmm. you were doing none? No. 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 Did you do After Dark when it when it was on the first time? I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did oh. it go well? Went very well.
3: Who were you on with? Uh, I was on with uh, Jimmy H, Stevie K, Clivey B, uh, all, all the greats. And what did you discuss? We discussed the Steak.
2: Yeah. Was it?
3: Forgive me because I never
2: saw it After Hours. Was, was it? Was it? After dark. After, dark. After dark, yeah. Was it a show where
3: someone won at the end? Did you win? Well, if if you took away a, a nugget of of insight, yeah. then yes, you were a winner. I'm sure. Yeah, the world won when when
1: when we chatted horror, when we talked horror, the world won. And do you do you respect all of all of those practitioners of the dark arts? Of course, yeah. yeah. We're all yeah, all great pals. Yeah. You still speak to Stevie
3: K? I speak to Stevie K. Um, speak to them all. Good guys. I think great guys. I didn't hear any women on the lineup there. Oh, uh, there weren't any. I don't think, no. Or I didn't notice
1: them. Okay. Are there any great female horror writers around? I'm now? I'm sure there are. Yeah. Somewhere. Yes. Yeah. But you don't get involved in all that. What do you mean get involved? Do you read? Do you read other authors' books? I don't or? have
3: time to read no. anyone else
1: because you're writing.
3: I will reread my own books every so often. Yeah. You know, mm. there's usually something in there I'd miss first time round. And and you're aware of the. Uh... There's like a theory
2: that all of your work exists in the same universe. Expand. Well, just like in the Tarantino films, and um, people say it's all it exists in one universe together.
1: Well, we are all in one universe together. But <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess with Stevie K's books as well, people say cause, say they're all within the same universe. Well, as we well. are all they, in the yeah, same. But... <laughs> yeah, but with fiction, I guess you could, you know, especially with like. Horror. Yeah, with horror, you could say, you know, this thing's happened, but then in the next book it could be set in a sort of parallel universe where the thing in the last book didn't happen. Yeah. Because if if there was a book about aliens invading, you write the next book, you're going to have to start from scratch again with the world because otherwise all the people would be talking about in the next book would would be about the aliens invading in the previous book, if you see what I mean. I don't. Okay.
2: Well, like, you know, for example, (laughs) would the hospital in Dark Place exist in the same universe as the Mandy Man? Why not? Well, exactly, but then the, that would mean the characters, the characters in *Randy Man*, know about *Dark Place*, know about all of the goings on there, because that would have shook the world, surely, what happened in that hospital?
3: Like, that wouldn't be a secret, would it? No. <laughs> so, like, we're just asking. This if, seems to be a very pointless discussion. I don't, <laughs> well, why do you care? Well, people like it when it's
2: like, yeah,
1: when things are all like, and there's. It's are there any? Do, do you least... need them to be in this? Do you need them to know? No, it changes no. everything, doesn't it? But do you, are there any East, like little Easter eggs in some of your books that refer... Easter eggs? Easter eggs, yeah. Why a- would I put an Easter
3: egg in my book? It would mess up the pages. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you talking about? Easter egg is a term meaning like a little clue in one of your books that maybe is a reference to a, a different book that you've written that ties them all together. Right.
3: I think, gentlemen, <laughs> what you are trying to say is that is there any kind of hidden meaning in my books, is that is that part of what you're saying? Or well, do they interlink in any way? I think you're overthinking. Mm. Right? I think you're overthinking. A book is a book. It's yeah. got a story in it. It's got a hero. Yeah. It's got a demon. And it's like, you know, if someone picked up, for example, my first book here, Terror Time, which is about a man who, Nick Steen, who doesn't fall in love, but he falls into lust with his cursed typewriter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have questions from people like you two guys saying, you know, what's this about? What does it represent? Yeah. Okay. It's like Sigmund Freud looking at it going, what does this typewriter mean, Garth? Uh-huh. What is it about? What does it represent? doesn't it represent anything, Sigmund. It's a guy shagging a typewriter. That's all <laughs> it is. That's his problem. There's no deeper meaning Th- There's to no deeper meaning. So I-, I-, I can't see why you need to have Nick Steen. It-, it depends. I mean, he meets someone who's very similar to Rick Douglas, for example, mm-hmm. in Dark mm-hmm. Place, in Terror Time. But the- I'm in control of that. It's a little raised eyebrow... Hey, I know and you know who this guy is.
1: That's what I mean by an Easter egg. And like, it's not an Easter egg, though, is it?
3: All existed in the same universe
1: because yeah.
2: Rick Douglas
3: is walking around in both. Again, I think you're right. I think you're overthinking it. It's, it's, it's an act of respect to the reader. Yeah. Yeah. You know, give him a little nod. But then the nod is saying, <sighs> "Go on." <laughs> this is all in the same universe. Yeah. No, the nod isn't saying this is all in the same universe. It's, it's saying, "Hi guys." Hi guys. <laughs> it's saying hi guys hi guys
2: yeah
3: hi hey. yeah or if it was in print it would be hey 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 H-E-H 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 you know it's that kind of moment yeah 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 you know, read your menu back to you now and see how you feel about it yeah I'm actually feeling a bit full up thinking about it yeah there's a lot there water
2: you would like two goblets one full of soft wine one full of hard beer yep you would like five pop of all the dips yes please and Pam's matching you there for that. yep in a race in a race. Uh, starter, a very large prawn cocktail with um, prawns that you have seen and selected yourself. Flecks of lobster and crab also. Yep. Uh, killed by your slaughterer. Main course, beef. You would like a, a piece of every part of the carcass, not the balls. Medium rare. Heart rare, though. Yeah. yeah. Also rare. Uh, killed by the slaughterer. Side dish, uh, to ducken, Very well cooked. Slaughter again. Pure Dr- bread. Yeah. Pure, pure bread, bread from the slaughterer's mm-hmm. farm, right? Yeah. Drink goblet of potion chosen by Benito, mm-hmm. hopefully one that can expand time. Yep. Dessert, you want kedgeree, very curried kedgeree, and then after you would like pepto bismol, and then after dinner mint. That's correct. How do you feel
3: about that? Hearing it back? Uh, well, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Count Count Pam and I down. We're, we're coming to that.
1: And w- would Pam match
3: you all the way through? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, she'd you know you know she she'd probably hog most of the prawns.
1: I think. Would she? Yeah. She's got a good appetite, healthy appetite. Yeah,
2: and just for like, yeah, you know, our, our generation of uh, comedians, you know, we all have watched Dark Place many times over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I should probably ask, how are the ever, how are the rest of them? Those the Dark Place? Um,
3: how are the past? rest of the people that are in Dark Place? Yeah. Oh, I know one of them. Uh, Dean Lerner is serving time. Todd Rivers is working for Armitage Shanks, and parts of Madeline have been found under a car park in Milan.
1: Sorry, I don't know if I'm laughing at that. That's, That's tragic.
3: Which I, which you know, I, I was I was hoping to go and um, dig them up. Uh-huh. Um, you know, in a, in a, in a but unfortunately, at exactly the same moment, parts of Richard the were discovered under a car park in Leicester, and oh. the TV crew that were were with us upped and went off yeah. to Leicester to cover that, oh. and funding fell through. But I would like to, you know, I'd like to bring back what we can, um, because I think if we put what's left together we could probably get her going again through stop motion yeah. and make, maybe make another a film um, which yeah. contractually she still owes me <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting thank you so much Garth I
1: mean, well thank you very much for coming to the dream restaurant Garth yeah thank you sorry it wasn't after dark uh, it, well, I am too yeah but we've, we've had a great time
2: yeah we've had a great time we we're well, very we got... much looking forward to reading the book yes. and, uh... Yeah. well there it is yeah it's right there do read it <laughs> yeah who will who will yeah
1: Right. Well, there we are. chilled chilled to our cause James. An honour. Thank you, Garth, for coming in. Thank um, you. What an honour. Yes. Thank you
2: for not choosing egg in soup as well. Yeah. There was couldn't have gone better.
1: Yeah. There was no. Uh, there was nothing that didn't have an animal product in it. I don't think.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There was a, There was nothing there that wasn't. Gonna, yeah.
1: And egg in soup was never going to come up. Egg in soup was never going to come up. Uh, and interest- then duckins lay eggs. Yeah. Well, they might do actually. Yeah. But I don't think he didn't want the egg, he just wanted the flesh of the of That's the turducken. Yes. Too late to ask now. Too late to ask now. He's gone, and I'm not sure he'll uh necessarily want to hang out with us afterwards. He well he didn't. He went he no, went immediately. He, he was w- left
2: immediately. He went he immediately had to say goodbye.
1: Yes. Uh but don't forget the Garth Marenghi's Incarcerat is out now. Go and get it. It's available in uh traditional book form. It's also available in audiobook. Uh do go and get it because it is fantastic. And you have
2: a week to read it, because then you need to start reading Glutton, The Multicourse
1: Life of a Very Greedy Boy by Ed Gamble. Well, mine actually come is, is out. Huh? Mine, mine came out before Garth, so it's actually... Uh, mm. it, it came out before Garth, so yes, it, but it is out now. Glutton: It's and multi-course. the thought that counts there. It's a thought that counts. I'm a friend. Uh, but Good now friend. Me, me and Garth are warring authors now, of course. So yours is out. Glutton yes. is out. Yes, Glutton's out. I've read it. Yeah, James has read it now as... as As the podcast goes out, I'm sure James has read it. Yeah, but I cannot wait for Incarcerate personally. So do. So you have a week. You had a
2: week to read
1: it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And now this one's out. Yes. So go and get both of them. Thank you very much for listening to Off Menu. We will be back next week with another dream guest for the Dream Restaurants. Don't go having nightmares.
0: And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil.